besties. Welcome to the Better and Balanced podcast. It's your girl, Nia Renteria. I am so glad you're here. Each week, we'll chat about all things wellness. This podcast is about striving to live our best lives and finding balance through it all. So grab your favorite matcha, coffee, bowl, or blunt, get comfy, and let's get balanced. Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of Bestie Book Talk. I'm so excited. I'm here with my co-host, Maddie and Tegan. And how do you guys feel? So excited. Oh my gosh. So excited. I have been waiting for this. Like, we have been talking about this since before we even started, before you even started Mm -hmm. this podcast. Like, for the last couple of years since, like, we both started getting into reading again. And we're finally doing it. And I'm so excited that we have Tegan, yes. like a dream Girl, third co-host. You are literally the like the perfect triple to add to this right now. Because like <laughs> seriously, we both, when we when we um, decided to actually do the book club, we both thought about you immediately, and like no one else. So it was meant to be. And I'm so happy that you're here. And this is so amazing. I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, that you thought of me, and it was. I've already said this to you, but it was an immediate yes. I didn't even have to think. And he was like, Oh, you can think about it. Like, let me know. If you're <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm Serious, I'm there. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad. And this is just so freaking exciting. Like, never did I think that I was gonna be like a part of a book club, let alone freaking hosting a book club. But I love this vibe. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's so fun because we've, you know, we've all followed mm-hmm. each other. Well, obviously, you knew and I have <laughs> but we fo- we've both followed Tegan and Tegan's followed yeah. us. And like, you know, we've always just loved each other's stuff. And it's just such a full circle mm-hmm. moment. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Tegan, when you have a, what is it called? Bookstagram. Bookstagram. Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. Bookstagram. So yeah. like, when, when did you start? How long have you been reading? Like, is this something you've always been passionate about? Yeah, forever. Like, as as long as I can remember. I remember being, like, four years old and going, like, so random, but going to the post office and, like, my mom would be like, oh, pick out a little, like, write, there'd be, like, writing books and uh, activity books and I'd do that. And then I started, like, reading proper books so, for so long. I've just always loved it. Oh, That's so cute and same. Really? Now that you say that, like – you know, there were times in my life where I wasn't reading, but for sure, like, before I was in school or anything, like, my mom had me reading, and I loved reading. Like, it was my favorite thing. And then I read, like, all the Juni B. Jones books, and just, like, that era of, like, reading those little short chapter yeah. books, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then... And then, um, you know, I started reading again once I got into middle school and it was like the Twilight series (laughs) when it first came out and the Hunger Games and everything. And then I didn't really read through high school. I was just so busy. But then, like, I love that I've picked it back up in my adult life. And I'm like way back in my book for real. (laughs) Like, I love it. Yeah, I think I went through high school, but then after high school, I stopped for ages. And then I wanted to start reading again. And I was like, oh, but I have no idea what books to read. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. to like any book clubs or Goodreads even. And then I was like, I'm going to start an Instagram so I can recommend books to everyone else so mm-hmm. they don't have to buy like crappy books, whatever. 
And then I realized yeah. that this whole community existed, which was really fun. And that's how I got into it. Yes, I love the modern like book world because that's exactly for me. Like that's how I find all the books I'm going to read is I go to your page and I see yeah. what you're reading or what you've posted about yeah. or I go on TikTok and I see what people on TikTok are talking about. And like now at Barnes and Noble, there's a TikTok <laughs> oh, yeah, section there. Is. there. Like, I love it, and I always love reading, like, the trendy books because then I can, like, go and see, like, Tegan just read it, too, Mm -hmm. and she's talking about it, and I can see what people are commenting on her post, what they felt about it, you know? It's like... Yeah, I um, was telling Maddie because, like, I feel like I, growing up, I did love reading, but I never... It was almost like schoolwork to me because I was, like, that straight-A student in school, like, for, for a very long time, so, like... It was just something that I had to do and I was good at it for school. But like on my free time, I was not doing that at all Um, until I would say that when Maddie started getting back into reading, you know, she was like telling me about these books that I would love. And I'm like, okay, you know, let me start reading because I wanted to, you know, get into reading anyways. So she was the extra push that I needed. And yeah, and also like the books that I was reading are the opposite of like, you know, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. guilty pleasure. Well, on top you know? of that, the books that I do read as an adult are all self help books, of course. You know, because like that's what <laughs> that's what I'm in. So once again, it's still work. Literally the same mindset I always mm-hmm. had, and now I'm reading for pleasure, and it's been so fun. Like I can't wait to talk about the book and this community. It's it's so. I love it. So I love that we I love it so much. I love that we've already cultivated a little community with like over a hundred members. I'm like, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about that? Because I've had so much fun like seeing people actually engaging in the book yes. club or like putting their thoughts well not like spoilers but just saying like you know that they just finished it and they loved it so much and it was so relatable and they can't wait for us to talk about it like it was just getting me so yes and that's why this is so fun because like for me i need that push and everybody else getting so hype and like like i said like it's i love it yeah, that's why I love doing buddy reads, too, because you always want to talk mm. about it with someone, you know, like through throughout reading the book, you just want to be like, oh, my gosh, this part, I can't believe <laughs> it, you know, like watching a show with someone. So it's so fun to have other people to like bounce thoughts yes. off of. Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. Like, I knew we were going to get to this point, but already we came in strong. We built a strong community at first so yeah I, I, <laughs> I knew we would be like it would be good but also it's like exceeded expectations it's yeah so <laughs> yeah you know i think also like this is the time that people mm-hmm. are reading like it's the kindle audio yes so trendy, true like so true yeah you know yeah. in our book era yes we need we need um we love to we see need, it um bb Bessie Book Talk merch and it says in our reading era. I was, yeah, yes. I was like thinking I should make us all little cups yesterday and I was like, oh, yes. he already has one. But Yes. <laughs> no, please. I have one that says better in balance, but okay, not well, Bestie Book be- Talk. No, we absolutely mm-hmm. need a Bestie Book <laughs> Talk. I'll, I'll start working on it. Okay, so should we start talking about the book? Let's get into it. So the first book that we chose was Mame by Jessica George and this was her debut novel. 
And uh, <laughs> Tegan, do you want to read a synopsis for us, please? Sure. Okay. So we have a little synopsis from thebashfulbookworm.com. So I haven't written this, but I'm going to read it out for you. Okay. It's fair to say that Maddie's life in London is far from rewarding. With a mother who spends most of her time in Ghana, yet still somehow manages to be overbearing, Maddie is the primary caretaker for her father who suffers from advanced stage Parkinson's. At work, her boss is a nightmare and Maddie is tired of always being the only black person in every meeting. When her mum returns from her latest trip to Ghana, Maddie leaps at the chance to get out of the family home and finally start living. A self-acknowledged late bloomer, she's ready to experience some important firsts. She finds a flat share, says yes to after work drinks, pushes for more recognition in her career and throws herself into the bewildering world of internet dating. But it's not long before tragedy strikes, forcing Maddie to face the true nature of her unconventional family and the perils and rewards of putting herself and her heart on the line. Smart, funny, and deeply affecting, Jessica George's Mame deals with the themes of our time with humor and poignancy. From familial duty and racism to female pleasure, the complexity of love, and the life-saving power of friendship. Most important, it explores what it feels like to be torn between two homes and cultures and celebrates finally being able to find where you belong. That's such a good synopsis. I think I have the perfect. I know yeah. the ending. The end of the synopsis was like the perfect wrap yeah. up. Like it, that was. It just you know made you feel all yes. the feels. Like I did not expect the book to go all over the place. Me neither. Like but like I really felt like I was her friend, you know, like or yeah. I was her. And it's like if somebody was writing a story about my life in a different world, like I can relate to everything so much that it was just it was amazing. Yeah, I also loved that she was 25 and I'm 25. Mm-hmm. That was just like a fun, super relatable aspect of like reading the And book her name right was now. Maddie. And also that her name was Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> and her bestie's name was Maddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that her best friend Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and um, that they were long distance. Yeah, the parallels were hella weird, but then people would message me like, did you guys pick this on purpose? I'm like, no, we had no idea. It was a new book. Like, <laughs> So crazy. It was meant to be, though. It was meant to be. For sure. Tegan, what did you think about the book? I really liked it. I loved Maddie's character and her little journey and transformation. Um, I thought it was so relatable in different ways, like um, the caretaker aspect. I am a support worker for work, so can totally relate to um, that aspect. And also just being like, I feel like I am, because I'm a cancer, um, cancer, I have a cancer son. So I feel like I'm such a, the mum, oh, the yeah. mum of like everyone. That's just how everyone sees me. And I love it. And I, You're the mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me. And so I really hard. <laughs> And um, her mom, oh my god, she just she made me wild. I was like, oh my god, this is triggering me so bad. Yes, yes. her her and her mom's relationship, yeah. I knew was gonna get was gonna hit hard for people. Yeah. yeah, because like that's not my mom and I's relationship at all. But I just felt like I just felt it. Like I, like she was my yeah. mom. Yeah. Like she she did such a good job like with their conversations and everything just to really make you like understand yeah and and the fact that like everything was pray about it ask god about it like just me being a preacher's kid i was triggered because that's that's my life and it still is my life like my parents (laughs) 
just if you're reading the book thinking that was cringe like that's my life <laughs> yeah I, I also grew up um religious as well so that was like hit hard for me too not mm-hmm. that my life is still like that but I was like oh yeah so many memories. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah um was it at the end of the book that I read this? Um, maybe when she was putting... Um, oh, here it is. Uh, so one of the things that inspired one of her conversations was with her mom. Um, this was like a real conversation that they had. This is from her mom. It says, Darling, have you a Valentine this year? Me. No, Mom. Mom says, Okay. Let Jesus be your Valentine. <laughs> No, literally, though, like, literally, that. I loved that so much. Like, I was just wondering the whole time of how much of the author was in this mm-hmm. book, you know? Like, I felt like it was so close to being a memoir. Yes. Yeah. Like, it. I just, uh, I, I loved it. She... She really. I, oh my gosh! Can we talk about the um the Google? Oh my gosh! <laughs> the Google yes, searches. Yes, yes. So funny. Well, I, I they think they will... got a bit old, but they some of them were funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See me like I am a researcher. I Google everything. Like I Google everything. So I love that aspect of it. Like anything she would go- she was googling, I would Google that if I was her. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, I feel like I I liked it um because I was physically reading the book and it really helped the the book be such a page turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like the book wasn't so full and so wordy and like, you know, it was able it was easy to just like plow through yeah. the book, but yeah. Not too much where you're not like taking it in, but I felt like it was spread out enough to where my brain was just like really processing everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I just really liked how it was I written. Mean, I really um, thought that that aspect of it made it a fun read. Like I, whenever she would Google, I'm like, okay, what is her Google search right now? Like what is going to say, what are these random usernames going to be saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the, um, the Tinder conversations oh, as yeah. well, or not Tinder, but whatever the app was in the book. Yes. <laughs> What did you guys um, – well, should we get into the questions yeah. yet or the topic discussions yeah, sure. that you sent me? Okay, so um, I love this. This says, after finishing the book, I spent the night celebrating my first ever Galentine's with some new friends at a local shop and then grabbed pizza afterwards. Going out with new friends made me think of Maddie's response and self-talk while meeting new people and how wildly grateful I am to be comfortable in my own skin and be my authentic self. Me and the ladies chatted between pizza bites and relationships, growing up in different cultures, our upbringings, and really dived deep into vulnerability, which is what really stood out to me in the book and left me feeling so good inside. Oh yeah, she had some amazing friends. Like, I loved Nia and Shu. Like, their advice... Um, I felt like they give great advice no matter what it was and like really had her best interest because, you know, not everybody has friends who are going to allow them to know their worth and to stay in their power. And I really felt like her friends in the book really made sure that Nia, not Nia, Mame, she was 
Maddie, whatever she was in her, I'm like, she probably hates that name. I'm sorry. If you listen to this, Jessica George, I'm sorry. Um, that Maddie stayed in her power, you know? And I really love that aspect of the friend, her friends. Like, yes, I agree. The friendships were so relatable because, like, at 25, you should have those relationships where you're, really looking out for each other like that i really liked um how they were included like more in the second half of the book because i didn't know if they were going to come into it and they were very much they weren't really in the start of the book so i was hoping they would come in more and they did um but also the flatmates though they were awful oh my gosh they were awful horrible 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 and literally reading that, I, I was glad that I never had to be in a situation where I needed roommates and I'm like moving into a space of people that I don't know because that was a, that was like a nightmare. Like it really yeah. was. And, and they didn't even really acknowledge yeah. how bad they were, which annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Same. And I feel like everyone has a relatable like roommate horror story. Sure. Um, and, (laughs) um, and I felt like, you know, they definitely could have recovered from that fight that Mm -hmm. they had. Um, and Joe was being extremely selfish and not being there for Maddie when, you know, that was really wrong of Maddie to say and put that on someone else. But at the same time, you know, she did apologize and she did just lose her dad. And I felt like they could have recovered so quickly from that. And Joe just chose to like ignore her and never talk to her. I don't know about for you guys, um, but that part caught me off guard a little bit. The fact that they didn't recover kind of caught me off guard. Did it catch you guys off guard? Yeah. Because like how Maddie was saying... It kind of does make sense, though, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why. Yeah, I feel like she was setting up all the relationships Mm -hmm. in the book. Yeah. You know, like, I knew that um, her and Ben weren't going to work out because of the way that their um, first sexual experience was. (laughs) And, um, like, I just knew that she was gearing up for for something else, you know? And then, like... um, with Alex, also when the sex wasn't good, I was like, Mm-mm, "Oh yeah, not him, no. not him I, either." No. I was hoping it was Sam, and she delivered. <laughs> yes, I absolutely loved Sam. <laughs> I didn't know if we were gonna talk about it, but yeah, Sam, Sam, the best. Oh, <laughs> oh we, we oh yes. talk about Sam. <laughs> yeah, let's get into um, it. Yeah. But Maybe since we're on the topic, <laughs> haven't read it. Oh, oh uh, yeah. If you haven't read the book, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This whole thing's going to be a spoiler alert, and hopefully you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about everything yeah. that happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> since we're on the topic of sex with Sam, we'll we'll save that. Let's talk about her first experience with Ben. That made me feel... Sorry. Oh. It gave me the aches. So it, it gave me... me the ick because I related to that so much like that was how my first experience was like not wanting to be there kind of feeling like I just had to because I was like 21 years old just like her you know like everybody's having sex why aren't you like my boyfriend at the time kind of made me feel like you're like you're acting like a child for not wanting to have sex like that whole the ickiness that you guys got like that was my situation and I was just like this happens all to 
all too often, you know, how women were just in those situations that we don't want to be in, but we also don't know how to react in those situations. And I know for me, as a mom, like, because that was my first time, I, one of the things I know for sure, I'm going to tell Rumi when it comes to losing her virginity or having sex is like, girl, do it when it feels right for you. Even if you have pants down your butt naked and he is about to stick it in, if you don't want to be there, then literally just say like, this is not happening right now because I don't want you to be in that situation ever, you know? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I I feel like it does happen way too often. I feel like that is the like standard Mm -hmm. honestly because you're not really talking about it and like you know she's just googling when Mm -hmm. to have sex for the first time and it's like after three days is when you should have sex so then she's like oh shit i've dated this guy a couple times i need to have sex with him when that is not how it's supposed to be you have sex when you're ready you know but she she was just navigating like this new life into society as like a woman for the Mm -hmm. first time you know and yeah that really made me sad for her that she felt like she had to do that and that her first time was so not about her when it should have been Mm -hmm. you know but i was definitely glad to see the evolution you know i i had hope for alex (laughs) did anyone else have hope that she was gonna have good sex with alex i had hope i had hope yeah and i I was so angry that none of them even like tried to open up the conversation with her like do you like have you had sex do you like sex or what do you like Mm -hmm. like they were just like oh you don't like like yeah yes yeah like i feel like her and alex could have gotten there like if he would have just been like well what were your other times like like if he would have just asked two more questions he would have found out that she's only had sex with one other guy like twice and he didn't finger her or anything and well obviously alex doesn't care about that either because he didn't finger her either so (laughs) so what the hell so we just need to make sure that moms with boys we are raising them to know what consent is what consent looks like we're raising them to ask questions and moms we're raising our daughters to once know what consent is and know how to give it how to walk away if not like i didn't want this to be serious but like i think this that aspect of it is a very serious um you know, it's a very ser- serious topic of conversation because, like I said, I've been through that and just reading it and, like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Oh, um, one listener said, um, I love the way the book was written. I was expecting the book to be set in a different time. Her Google searches are me. I'd be doing that <laughs> every day, which is kind of what we already talked about. But also, um. I love that the book was set, like, in 2023. Yeah, same. You know, like, it was extremely um, on time. Do you guys prefer to read books that are, like, set in today? Or do you like reading books set in the past? Just random question. I hate historical fiction. I literally can't. (laughs) Same. I have to, like, I need to be up to date. Like these books are so fun because I put myself in the situation at the time. And I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, imagine a book that we're reading, but it talks about COVID. Yeah. We don't want to hear about COVID anymore. 
No, but like life after COVID, you know, that would be real. That would be now, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. so I, to read a book that talks about like life after COVID or a relationship after, and she talk, they talk about navigating all that there stuff. There are books like that. There are books like literally set in COVID and talk about COVID and stuff like that. I, I hate it. <laughs> but that's real. That, that's real life. And it's, it's traumatizing though. It, it might traumatize me as much as Barry. <laughs> yeah. Like... We love <laughs> we do we love, we love <laughs> <laughs> um should i read another readers um or did, i think tegan had something did you have something to say tegan oh. oh i just remember something like in the back of the book that i like literally stopped in my tracks because um it's just random but she says like in the back of the book something about like she wasn't allowed to watch harry potter when she was little because of the witchcraft <gasps> And that was me. That was me. That was me too, girl. Yes. My, cause my parents were talking about it was gonna, which I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter or like anything witchy, but like, I'm obsessed with all thing witches, not like dark witches, but like TV, you know, like yeah. Sabrina, like, um, all Harry Potter, all those, anything witchy. Like I was obsessed with it. I still am. So I thought it was funny. Like my parents. Yeah never wanted me watching but when she said the harry potter thing i was like relatable <laughs> yeah i i was never allowed to read any of them or watch them and i so i read them like when i was an adult but yeah i was like oh my god girl me too <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah um on that note i loved how um her mom you know kind of softened so much towards the end and was so much more open to therapy, even though maybe in her mind it was, you know, kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and I love that she was still, like, willing to listen to her at the end and hear about her sessions. And she's like, I could tell that she was trying to bite her mm -hmm. tongue, but she didn't say anything because she was trying to be supportive. And I loved that for her. Yeah really did like a 360 which is so good yeah especially her brother James. yeah James, yeah. yeah that really upset me how he wasn't there for her at all even though he was so mm -hmm. close and could have been you know like she had so much um on yeah. her like so much responsibility i can't imagine like just taking care of my parent and i mean not even just a parent, but, like, such a ill person, like, Parkinson's. Yeah. You know, such a serious disease. Yeah. Well, the mom, she was messed up, too. Like, how are you going to leave that on your daughter and then be in Ghana and, you know... Awesome. Her mom was real... Yeah. Like... Yeah. Honestly, I... You guys are saying, you know, positive things about her mom, how she changed, but I finished the book and i still felt some type of way about the mom i don't know oh, why definitely of I course just, i was just like maybe it's my mama issues but <laughs> no i feel 100 percent the same and i think i highlighted like a whole page of um maddie and her mom talking and she's talking about like you can't just have a kid and hope for the best like there's a lot of thought process that goes into it which really like hit hard for me because like i'm 31 and i don't have any kids because i'm like that's a serious thing like you can't just mm -hmm. i just hope for the best like you have to put mm -hmm. a lot of time and yes agreed yeah her mom she was very but once again that hit home for me too because yeah so <laughs> yeah 
the whole, I mean, part with her dad passing, that was so relatable for me, just dealing with, you know, like, a death in my family. Um, just, I, I could definitely tell that the writer had mm-hmm. gone through a loss um, herself, just because the things that she was talking about, like, how it's so weird how the world like, literally continues on when you've just dealt with a loss like that. Like, you feel like the world should completely stop and just pause while you, like, get a grip and catch your breath. But it just, it goes on and you have to go about your day-to-day life, you know, and you have to plan that person's funeral and, like, all that hard stuff that goes into it that (laughs) you never even knew, like, how to do before. Um... That was just, you know, I liked reading something that I could, like, relate to like that, you know? Um, And also just, like, Nia being there for her, like, coming and making sure that she ate and getting her out of the house. Yeah. Like, some sunlight. That part is a part where, like, I had tears in my eyes. You know, I'm a Pisces. I cry for everything. But, like, that was just so sweet and just, like, so relatable like that scene of friendship right there where she was just like oh i'm gonna call nia but maybe she's not you know or when she when she tells her like she would literally do everything anything for me and i know she would you know like just that whole scene of them navigating the grief together was just like so beautiful and i loved that part of the book and then her realizing like you know she didn't do the same for nia and just like that whole aspect of their friendship was just yeah, yeah, I know. I feel like a lot of people do go through that. Um, when they go through something so hard, they realize that they haven't been a good friend to someone in the past when they've gone through something hard. Because unless you've gone through something like mm-hmm. that, it's so hard to like, you know, be there for them on like the level that they need or understand how bad yeah. they need you. You know? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to find something that I highlighted um, when she was talking to Sam after he recently um, lost one of his friends as well to suicide. And they were just kind of talking um, about grief. Am I ever going to be fine? You know, that's mm-hmm. like the always the question when you feel like you're going through something like this and you don't ever feel like you're going to be fine yeah. again. Um. And he said, you're not supposed to get over someone dying. The thing is, you don't ever go back, Maddie, to life before. Um, And my advice is to accept that. To accept that you're not the same person you were when your dad was alive and you can't be again. Accept that your life is different now because of this monumental, irreversible change. And that it's okay to feel guilty one day and irredescribably happiness another. This is life now, and this is how you live. That's one of the parts I highlighted, too. That just hit hard because it's like, yeah, you were not ever going to, like, move on from from a mm-hmm. death, you know? Like, it's just your new reality, and um, I just love the way he put that, and that was such a beautiful conversation that they had, and I felt so seen, and I just, I always want to, like, go back to that page and, and yeah. look at that. I just, yeah. I loved it. That's always the best one can make you feel so sane. Like, that's the ultimate goal of the book, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I felt so sad for her that, you know, she wasn't there for her dad's birthday. Oh my gosh, that broke my heart. When he passed. Mm -hmm. Like that. And then to find out that her mom wasn't there either. Yeah. I know. I was just like, oh. Mm mm. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously how beat up about the fact that she wasn't and. That's honestly worst case scenario. Like she's always going to think of that last birthday. And then when she was telling Joe, like, I didn't want to, like, I knew that was coming because if that was me, I would do the same thing too. At first, you know, like that defense mode. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nine or I mean, 99 out of a hundred times, I feel like that's the case when people pass because you never, ever, ever Mm -hmm. think that that conversation is going to be your last. So, yeah. Yeah. We can talk about um, when she actually did go to therapy and then like when she did, because I think that was a very, because from there, it's like when it starts getting. Yeah, that was huge. I loved her. Like how at first she was like, I think we've all maybe been there when we're like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then like a good therapist will talk you through. And I love that they got there in the end. And it was like the perfect therapist for her. Yes. Yeah. I loved her therapist. And I felt like it was so monumental just her coming to terms with her being depressed. Because coming from a Christian family, not saying that you know, they don't believe in mental health, but just literally like her parents were, oh, ask Jesus, ask, you know, God, pray this away. You know, her, just her navigating probably her own things where it's like, I came from this way where mental health is not a thing to ask God. I can't go to my family because that's going to be it. But then also to know that like my life, my thoughts, how I am is not okay. So like, I, I really felt her in that situation because like her my family is always like prayed away you know those are just thoughts from the devil and blah 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 when it's like no mental health is a real thing whether you acknowledge it or not whether you are gonna be like oh what you know that's just satan or something you know like mental health is real so when she finally came to terms with the fact that like, okay, I do have depression and let's work on this. And there are problems, you know, and traumas that I've gone through is, was a very like pivotal moment for her. And I just, I love how the author wrote that whole thing. Like I resonated with that so much. Yeah. I think. Yes, I agree. I'm glad that she added that aspect of it. I think when you also add in like, just that generation in general is so mm-hmm. weird with therapy, but then when you, add, yes. when you add religion, it's just like mm-hmm. a whole other level. So I can totally yes, like yeah, yeah. It's weird because I feel like in churches they all have their own like form of therapy, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not called like yeah, therapy. it's counseling, yeah. counseling. You know, that's what they say. Yeah, counseling or like a discipleship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um, I loved her evolution, um, with like connecting with her culture. Oh, yes. Like how at the beginning, like she just felt really like disconnected from like her Ghana side or, um, Ghanaian side. Is that how you say it? I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, you said it right. right. But, um, 
I love how like she was so afraid to speak the language, and then towards the end, she was basically yeah. forced by her one of her aunties. I was so scared for her in that moment. Like I was so intimidated. <laughs> But, like, she didn't have any other choice because she was so scared, too. And she's, like, looking around. There's no one there to save her. And she's, like, okay, what do I know? But she did so And she bad. just, like, pulled something out of her ass. I was Me so Me, too. I'm, like, dad. And she then, does know how to speak it. Like. Yeah. And that gave her the courage, like, to. And also just, like, the want to start, like, speaking the mm-hmm. language. And she was talking um, with her mom, like, in their um, mother tongue. And I, I just loved that. That was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. I also uh, enjoyed how she, she like fully stood up for her, herself at, at work in her workplace. So like when there was oh yes, yes, was like, yes! like mm-hmm. that's so good. That's so exciting because I think we've all kind of been in that situation when we don't want to speak up, and she she killed it. So. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I loved about Maddie is a lot of the times I hate how when I'm reading a book and the character just frustrates me with their responses, you know? I'm like, get a little freaking, like, balls, you know? Like, I don't know, I just hate when they don't have good responses to people and you just want them to say the thing, but they don't. how she wrote all her responses and then the fact, like, even when she was talking about how her roommate with the hair, like, the shrinkage, you know, like, how she she didn't know the black girl's hair was shrink, like, just things like that, or... (sighs) In conversations with her mom, even, like, even though a lot of the times in that culture, like, you're kind of, like not supposed to be super well yeah you're supposed to be super respectful to her Mm -hmm. mom but not that she wasn't respectful to her mom but she also wasn't afraid to like stick up for herself and like be brave and like not take her mom's shit sometimes you know or like give her a little attitude and not answer her mom's text or calls like i was like okay girl go yeah (laughs) boundary she put her mom in her place a lot of times yes when she said like to her mom like She's like, oh, the mom was like, am I annoying? And she was like, yes, you are annoying. <laughs> yes, I loved that part. I was like, I was like, I could never, but girl, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you could tell, like, those moments were part of, like, her healing process. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, I can't fucking not mm-hmm. say this. Like, I don't have – I relate to yeah. that so hard to just – I'm going to stay with my mind right now because I don't have the energy to hold anything back. You're getting what the fuck is in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, she, she yes. really was. And I loved the evolution. Like, it was such a feel good. Like, honestly, somebody, if you're like I said, if you're watching somebody's journey, like, that's the journey that you would want, like, the realistic journey that you would want them to go on if they're choosing to heal, you know? So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to be recommending this book till the oh end my gosh. of time. Yes, 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 yes. Let's talk about, um, do we want to talk a little bit about Alex and their relationship? Because from then, that's oh, when yes. she goes to Sam. Yes, well, I also love that they included a bisexual yes. male in the book. Because I feel like that is so underrepresented underrepresented in general just like in netflix shows and Mm -hmm. movies like you never see a bisexual man you know and i i like that um that we had that in there 
Um, yeah, um, I loved how he was explaining how it's like he's not um, gay enough for the gays, or he's just if he's with a girl, they're gonna think he wants a boy, and then if he's with a guy, he's one like that whole like back and forth. So it, it really made us see like the bisexual perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the bi perspective mm-hmm. in yeah. general. Yeah. Hmm. I will say I couldn't stand how she was lying to him. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I yeah. hate liars. I hate liars. So I was cringing every I single hated time. That. I'm like, Maddie, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> she was I'm so glad the author. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, that was like obviously her coping method, but it was so yeah. annoying that she kept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was another reason I knew they weren't going to work out because she was lying to him right off the bat and she wasn't taking it seriously, you know. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I could not yeah. stand that. It was giving me the ick so bad. I was like, no, 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 no. we're not going to ruin her character yeah, because by doing in this. my head, I'm like, okay, she wishes that she was the opposite Maddie. She wishes that's where her life was right now. So she's just like, whatever. But also, like, I'm, ooh, I'm so pissed off at you right now. <laughs> Yeah, and it also drove me crazy, too, because I felt like Alex would have been so understanding. He seemed like such a um, Mm -hmm. cool guy, you know, when it came to, like, that kind of stuff. Like, they had really good conversations, and I felt like she could have told him what was going on in her life, and he definitely would have been there for her and stuck around, you know. But then they would have had sex, and she would have called anyone. I'm so excited that came into the picture like when they oh first my gosh. I was like yes. hey, he's the one. He's the one. yes yes from their first meeting and she was like I'm secretly hoping they don't get to get back together I was like girl yes. same you too I'm hoping as literally well. I what the sex scene between them two gave me everything I needed that like so steamy. So yes <laughs> okay and like I knew that she, like the author was building up to have her have this great evolutionary like sex scene in the end, like where she knows, oh, this is yeah. how it's done. Yeah. And when I was um, reading and I was almost done with the book, I just had like barely a tiny bit left and there was no crazy sex scene. And I was like, oh, no way, no way. This is not going to be in there. And then it's like a few weeks later. And then she's at Sam's house. I'm like, oh, here we go. Let's go. I was so happy. Like, it was so well rounded. It was tied up in a perfect little bow. Literally. Like, I I loved the way. I know one of the um, book club members didn't like the way it ended or they wanted more, but I thought it ended really good. Oh, same. Yeah. I thought it had a perfect ending. Like, I loved every, like, I loved it. I closed the book and I was smiling. I was like, yes, girl. Yes. And I'm I'm so picky about endings. Like it has to be such a good ending for me to like love the book. And I just could not have been happier. And yeah, there wasn't a big bang in the end, but I felt like it every aspect of the book was mm-hmm. wrapped up. We got closure kind of with everything. And 
with that type of book, there's not going to be yeah. some big I was just going to say, like, know? it it's felt just... so real. It felt like, like you said, we're reading a memoir. I felt like this was her life story. And right now she's with Sam and we're, she's, we're waiting for her life to unfold, you know? We're waiting for yeah. the next book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just real life though. Like, it, it doesn't like have an ending. It just, you know, you just go on. Yeah. I, and I loved it Literally. so much. Um. I was going to say um, about the the mom and her kind of opening up to Maddie about her situation and the arranged marriage. Like, what did you guys think about that? Yeah, that, that made a lot of sense. Oh. I loved that little inclusion and how she explained, like, how she knew, like, her the man that she was seeing before her dad. And I was like, okay, like, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt like that needed to be included for us to soften towards her mom mm-hmm. a little bit because it's like it's not like her and her um her dad were so in yeah. love and she cheated on him and everything. It's like they never loved each other from yeah. the start, you know? Like they ended up loving each other as people because, you know, they had to be family, but that wasn't her chosen love. Her chosen love was what was his name? I can't remember his name. I can't remember. He wasn't yeah. a big character, but, um, but yeah. And it's like, unfortunately, she left all that to Maddie, which is like, yeah, yeah. And it also makes me sad for the dad mm-hmm. too that like he got this shit end of the stick. He didn't get to find any yeah. other love, yeah. and then he just you know like yeah. I loved how. Um, they were coming to Maddie and letting her know that her dad just like loved her so much. And that's all he talked about and like lit up about, but it was also sad that she didn't take the time to like have those conversations. Like this book is so like, there's so many levels to it, you know? And like, I think that's why it just was so relatable because life is about like, life has so many levels to like everything. So yeah. Yeah, that I'm glad you brought that up because I'm glad that he had Dawood, mm-hmm. his um, mm-hmm. caretaker, in his life because we did find out that they were mm-hmm. having conversations. They were talking. He did have a friend up until yeah. the very end, and that that was really heartwarming. He yes. was such a good like caretaker. He he, you couldn't ask for anyone better. Like yeah, really your family, which that's really cute to see. Hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I just loved the book so much. Like, I loved it. I loved everything about it. (laughs) I'm so glad that our first book club choice was such a success. And it was, like, (laughs) such a fun read. And, like, I think totally on brand for Bestie Book Club. Or Bestie Book Talk Book Club. Like, that was a perfect staple for, like, what we're going to be getting into these next few months, <laughs> for you know? For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, our next book, Tegan, do you want to tell everybody what our next book is? Yes, I'm so excited. So we're reading a thriller, which we all freaking love. Um, so I'm so excited. Yeah. It is um, The Writing Retreat by Julia Bartz. Yay. Yes, and that's, I'm so And excited. that's also a new release yet i mean release as well right it hasn't come out yet i'm pretty yeah i think it releases at the end of this month um, at the end of this month so i think the 28th um i've already pre-ordered my copy there was yeah i got the um i got the better cover because the other one was just 
hideous. So <laughs> I pre-ordered the cute one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple different prints of the cover. Um, and the one cute one that I did see that I could order was like, it wouldn't be for a while. So this might be a, I read on my Kindle and then get the cover when I yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. But um, the... I'm so excited to read a thriller next. Yes. The pre-order for mine comes out on the 21st, but I'm I'm excited for a thriller too, but I just hope it's good. I hope. Because, you know, I feel like thrillers, you know. Yeah, because there's so many <laughs> yeah. out there that sometimes they can be so fucking repetitive. Yes. And so, like, you know, you can guess it in two seconds. I really... Yeah, and especially because it's a new book, we don't really have many I reviews know. to go off of. Like, it seems hot, but I mean, that's what's fun about the yeah, book club. Literally, we'll be yeah. here. We'll be here next month talking about that book. <laughs> and even if we're just running it down, the yeah, whole freaking podcast. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Even if we're like, this book fucking sucked. What the hell was up with this? What the hell was up with don't that? Read it. Don't read it. Don't yeah. <laughs> We're like, here's a little rundown, so you don't have to. Yeah. If you're not ready yet, don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, are there any last minute additions you guys want to add? What did we write the book? No. Oh, rating the book. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, come on. Easily five stars for me. I'm Tegan? I'm Nia? Oh. I'm giving a four. Really because, like, I know unpopular opinion, but sometimes I think the writing was just like a little bit average. But I'm so picky. I'm just super picky. Mm. That's all. But no, like, I know. Five five star, like everything else. But yeah. yeah. Okay. I gave it a five Fair. star just because I'm obsessed with the book. I love everything. I thought it was so relatable. Like, I just loved every aspect of it. And the easy reads for me, the average writing for me is what gets me lo- like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because to me, it's like I can relate to it because I am a, I guess, average talker. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I I agree on that. I definitely really like easy reads too. But also, sometimes it depends on when I'm reading like the book in my cycle. Because if I read like three thrillers in a row, then like most likely I'm gonna get yes. bored and I'm gonna rate that one so a three. True. But like. If, like, this time when I read Mame, I really needed, I really needed a lighthearted read, like, something just like what we read. So, I felt like it was just such an easy yeah. five stars for me in that moment. Sorry. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, for being here. Our first episode is complete, and we'll see everybody next month. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> hey, babes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a five-star review. I'll read them all. Don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. And I just want to say you are everything you are capable and you are worthy our down days do not define us we will stay in our power it's giving yes it's giving queen it's giving balanced